Well, we want to thank our sponsors, help to bring you all the high school sports here on Round Guy Radio. We got a brand new sponsor, that's Farmers Co-op of uh, Kyoto, Iowa, as well as Vision Ag. Uh, also, the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats of Richland, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagans, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brake Sports Cards out of Dubuque, Iowa, Richland Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Thanks, you guys, so much for sponsoring us, and I hope you enjoy this look at the season. Well, we're getting ready for week zero. There's a, a scrimmages to plenty, and we've got uh, a Coach Borson of the Minneapolis Bulldogs with us to tell you about his. Welcome program, Coach. Thanks for having us again. Well, uh, uh, where is uh, – you guys are playing Fort Madison, I believe, Friday, right? Yeah, we're going to do a little control-type scrimmage against Fort Madison. Um, this will be the – oh, gosh, man, this will be the – eighth ninth tenth year we've we've uh, scrimmaged them uh so it, it's kind of a good deal uh we will the, the scrimmage will start about six thirty, but beforehand there's all sorts of fun and activities we'll have um yeah you know, this the parents will be hosting a free will donation um a, a cookout where you could um you know bring any water or gatorade that you may want to donate to the team uh, there'll be some items for sale there's a youth punt pass and kick competition it's always a crowd favorite, and then uh, we'll do an auction for um, some uh, some press box suites uh, for different games. So it's a it's, it's a fun night. Um, finished off with a little bit of football against a you know a really good football team, a, a program that's been uh, you know really doing some really great things down there. Uh, Coach Doherty does a wonderful job, and uh, yeah, we're really excited. He coaches the team say, up really good, doesn't he? Yeah, they really do a good job. They really do. Uh, they've come, uh, you know, over the past, you know, since he took over, you can see them getting incrementally better every year. Uh, and uh, he does a great job of getting his kids to buy in, uh, getting his kids to play hard. They always have big, tough, physical kids. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, a good measuring t- it's a good measuring stick for us as, as we move on in the year. And I think most importantly, probably for both teams, it's fun to actually go against somebody that's not your own team. Uh, we kind of have a good idea of what each other's doing uh, when you in, in practice right now. So it, it's good to, to play against somebody else. Yeah, and, and it's it's just little. You're a two A school, they're a three A school, or maybe even a four A school. But uh, nice little, little step up there to to get things going. Uh, you know they'll have a pretty good ground game. They'll have a pretty good passing game. Uh, but just let our listeners know, you know, one more time where the game is, when it starts, what's and what are all the events surrounding it. Yeah, so it'll, it's at the uh, it's, it's going to be at Minneapolis. So it'll be back on the football field. Um, we'll start with um, uh, they'll they'll have a cookout. I think the cookout starts around five um, with, uh, and there'll be a free will donation for water and Gatorade that'll go to the football team. Uh, senior parents will be selling uh, some items there, um, and there'll be a punt, pass, and kick competition for grades one through eight. Uh, we'll do we'll we'll do player introductions, uh, and then um, and then we'll get the scrimmage going. So it'll be it's a busy night, but a fun night, and we're excited. 
Well, you've had a, a, a little over a week of practices. How's things going? You know, I we're, we're making progress. Um, you know, I thought, you know, you, you you go helmets and shoulder pads last week uh, for the last three days, and you you kind of start to see some things. Yesterday, we you know put on the full pads for everything, and you know there's a lot to get better at, but there's a lot that I'm that we can see progress and that's the biggest thing um you know we're not a finished product by any stretch and uh well no one is at this point in time but you know we're starting to see some better better things we're starting to i think gain some understanding of what we're trying to do um and and, and most importantly i think the kids have, have really had a good work ethic uh, they're paying attention to detail they're very coachable at this point in time so uh, you know, all in all, I'm, I'm excited to, to see where we go. Now we need to keep getting better to, today and tomorrow. And, you know, and then as we go on into the first week, you know, the first couple of weeks of the season, but, uh, yeah, things have been well. Well, uh, we're all excited about, uh, just getting to see the teams, getting to see them line up and get somebody get, uh, just, uh, my last question, I guess will be for you. Uh, um, I was never, uh, a, a guy that really liked to practice. I was never as enthused about practicing as I was in playing a game. Uh, what is this opportunity for your players to get on the field and uh, uh, go up against another team? Uh, how does that, you know, you're going to see what they got when they do that. Uh, uh, does it help you a lot to evaluate players uh, in a game situation? There's a lot that the scrimmage is beneficial for. One, we, you know, we're going to get really good film uh, on on our guys, uh, and, and we'll get good film on them. You know, doing different things. Uh, we'll have an idea of what plays we want to run, and you know, what what blitzes and stunts we want to do. And and so when we do that, you, you kind of get a good idea through film about where where's you know where people are out in their understanding and their execution. The, the other part, which I think is, is really good, is like there's practice speed and then there's game speed. And um, as much as you can try to replicate it in practice, it doesn't quite ratchet up to what the game speed is. And getting out there and, and doing a test run against another team, uh, those sort of things is, is a great kind of a, a barometer to see where you're at Um where you're at conditioning wise, where you're at execution wise, how well you do things when things are going fast. Uh, and ultimately, you know, we're not going to spend any time really preparing for Fort Madison and the scrimmage. Uh, so they can come out and run all sorts of crazy things. And it, it's fun for us to see, okay, how do we adjust on the fly? How do our kids adjust to what's happening in front of them? Because, you know, been doing this for a long time now we've never had a game where everybody just lined up and did what we exactly thought they were going to do uh so there's always going to be those adjustments uh there's always going to be uh opportunities for kids to kind of have to communicate have to talk amongst themselves have to make the adjustments on the field necessary you know we don't have we don't have 35 timeouts that we can use to get everybody on the same page. So all of those things are good. I think most importantly, it's, it's, it's just fun to get out there and it's, it's fun to you know, spend through camp and preseason practices. It's kind of like puts a bow on that uh, and, and gets a springboard into week one. It's fun for the coaches, it's fun for the players, but it's really fun for the, for the fans, you know, to get out there and see that team the first time. Sounds like you guys got to go. 
we've been talking to Coach Morrison of the Minneapolis Bulldogs, a uh, little week zero coverage. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about, Coach? No, I think pretty much hit it all. All right. Well, uh, uh, congratulations on, on uh, uh, getting your season going, and uh, good luck Friday. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Well, we're talking Fort Madison Bloodhounds with Coach Doherty. We're, we're, uh, we just talked to your uh, uh, partner in crime here Friday, uh, Coach Borison. Uh, talk to me about the, the scrimmage that you guys got coming up. Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me again. Um, we, uh, we're excited about the scrimmage. You know, it's, uh, it's great to kind of get a dress rehearsal to, to see who we are. Um, and we're lucky enough to have a great relationship with Coach Borison and, and Mediapolis. Um, you know, year in and year out, they're, they're a great football program. So, you know, that you're going to get a good look right away. Um, and so again, we're thankful to, to have that relationship with them. And it's, it's really important for us to get in there and, and go against somebody like that, just to see where we're at. And they've, uh, they've been great the last several years. So. Well, yeah, that, that, that's it. I like the matchup, you know, it's not very far apart. So you're, you're whoever's the home team. You guys can get over there real easy. Uh, they do everything well. They're uh, almost a mirror image of your team, you know what I mean, as far as uh, the, just the kind of discipline and the kind of uh, consistency that they have. Uh, uh, tell our listeners when when and where the game is and uh, how the Fort Madison people can get over there and, and enjoy. I, I know they got like a, 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 a kind of free will meal that they got going there that you can get in on. Uh, a whole bunch of festivities that start at 5 p.m. Yeah, so um, it'll be this Friday, August 18th. Um, you know, they do a great job. It's it's their Meet the Bulldogs night. So Coach Borison does all kinds of awesome, you know, public relations things with, uh, with, with his community over there. And he has everything from their youth football to their high school kids out there. Uh, it's it's definitely an awesome event, and then um, to you know top it off, even they have a free will uh, goods, so that that's how you can enter the game. They ask people to bring free will goods in, and and they uh, give it to their food pantry. So uh, it's an awesome awesome event, and you know another thing for us, it's nice to get. They've got fantastic facilities, so you know there's no no lines that need to be prepped or anything. They've got a, a turf field. And we've always felt that it was important for our kids to get onto a turf field because, um, you know, we don't have that. And so sometimes when you, you get there and you see some of these facilities, you, you forget that the football field's still 100 yards and 53 and a third. So that was kind of a, another psychological thing for us was to get into a really nice facility and, and play on turf so that when we do, uh, we're ready to play football. Well, I've talked to a lot of coaches, and they're, they're always interested in getting their team onto a turf uh, uh, to play. To, let's discuss a little bit about the difference between turf and grass. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a different feel. Um, I think nowadays the, the, the turf that, that most people have, it's it's pretty close to grass. Uh, we just got back from, from you and I. That's a totally different surface uh, when you get in there. And um, so the, the turf that we'll be playing on and, and the, our opponents that they have, it's it's fairly similar to grass, but more of, you know, just like I said, this, the psychology of it. And I know maybe it sounds a little bit silly now just because we're seeing more and more turf. But I know in the past when I was an assistant coach, you know, we only would step on, on a turf field 
once, maybe twice a season. And, and for whatever reason, when you get out there, you know, kids are, are kids and, and they made a little more of it and they were more focused on the field and, and thinking about that than they were their jobs and, and whatever. So, um, you know, we're just, we, we see more and more turf and it doesn't really make much of a difference playing wise, but we just want to make sure that we're locked in psychologically and, and that we've been there and uh, we're just ready to play football. We had a week and a half or so of, uh, of the team playing. Uh, I know you got like, let's just talk about, you got a new quarterback. How's that going? Yeah. So Marcus Guzman has been our, our quarterback. Uh, he's been taking the one reps. He was behind Aiden Boyer last year. So, um, you know, he's he's learning, and we're putting a lot more on him. I think he's feeling that that urgency as being quarterback uh, number one. There's a lot more that we do at the varsity level than our developmental. So he's he's still learning. He he had the the foundation of our offense down last year. He did a great job. Just you know the the little wrinkles and stuff that we throw in, and he's doing a fantastic job. He's a smart kid. Thing that I love most about him is that he wants to be good. I mean, he asks the questions, and um, sometimes he's a little hard on himself. And and you know, it's our job as coaches to to you know make him smile and relax, take a deep breath, and and go back to the next play. And I think that we're doing a good job with him. Well, uh, I have to admit, coach, I didn't enjoy practicing. I, I just I never was. You know, I always felt like quite a bit of standing around and. Uh, you know, a lot of jumping jacks, a lot of running, and I just like to play football, you know. So uh, you're going to see a little different out of your players uh, uh, when they're playing a, an actual team than they are, you know, practicing uh, when it means something. Uh, tell me the difference. Tell me what you, you know, how how does it help you evaluate your players when they're actually on the field and against a good team, too? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would agree with that. I mean, most kids, they, they go out for football because they want to play. They don't want to practice. Um, you know, I I see the value in practice, and I know that our guys do too. Um, but, shoot, I I wish every night was Friday night. I love the feelings. I love the, the lights. I love getting getting going and, and playing football. So, um, But we want to make sure that we're prepared, and, and we try to, you know, just really drive that home with our guys that we know that, that practice is – sometimes monotonous we try to break up our practice and keep it fresh and fast and we transition a lot um just so that there's not a lot of standing around but um you know the, the kids they really just want to they want to play and again on the um the second part of your question there just getting out there and and actually being in a controlled environment but yet um a live environment and so coach borison and i we always talk before this and and you know, what situations do we want to go live and what situations do we want to maybe back off and, and just thud tempo? So it's a great relationship. I keep saying that because it is. It's not like we're going out there and just <laughs> full go. Um, we're still installing. We're still putting stuff in, and I'm sure that they, they're working through some kinks too. So there's going to be some situations where, hey, can we run that back? Or, um, you know, hey, we, we just want to kind of go 50% through this. And it's – it's been an awesome situation the last couple of years. Well, I know everyone is exciting. The ratings for every team is a, a almost unprecedented. You know, I mean, it's like almost we're almost picking up preseason stuff like we left off in the playoffs last year, as far as the numbers are, are coming in. And the Fort Madison uh, uh, is no exception. How excited are people in Fort Madison about this football season? 
Well, you know, there's there's expectation now, and and I think that that's a a great thing. I feel it. You know, there's there's urgency um, within our coaching staff and our guys. But you know, I said it when I first took over. I remember I was on uh, KHQA, and I said Fort Madison's always wanted to be a football town, and you know we're hoping that that we're we're giving them what they want and you know they're they're proud of us and our effort as far as you know records and whatever we've had a good past couple seasons but brand new team and and you know the standard is still the standard for us even though we graduated a, a great team you know last year we uh, are replacing a lot of guys but our kids know what the standard is and and they're doing a great job of uh, giving us the effort that that we want and we're just plugging away Scotty Melvin and I are really excited about your team, Fort Matt, or, uh, Washington, Oskaloosa, teams that are replacing a lot of guys. To, to us, that's that's there's a lot more fun stuff to, to look at. We can really uh, watch some of these young guys develop. Uh, let me ask you this last question here: How how's just how in general how's the practice has been going? Practice has been good. You know, there's a lot of learning going on, and, and you know, up front we graduated three offensive linemen, so three of our five all three of those guys are playing college football. So that lets you know the caliber of guys that were up front and also the caliber of guys that we're trying to replace. And, um, you know, I know that everybody graduates people. So that's kind of the um, interesting part of, of high school football is, you know, you, you graduate kids, you develop them, develop them, and then they graduate. And guess what? You got to have somebody to replace them. And, and, you know, we're working really hard at trying to, to make sure that we just have a, a developmental mindset and it, it's going to be next man in. And, um, you know, we, we, we coach the heck out of our guys. So you just get different styles. You know, last year we were really big up front and we had, uh, like I said, three guys playing in college football right now. So I'll let you know their size. They were, they were solid dudes. We're probably a little bit smaller this year than we were last year. And, you know, we're, we're going to have to make some adjustments and we're going to do some things a little bit different um, just to utilize their, their athleticism. We're, we're pretty athletic up front, but uh, like I said, undersized. So you just make these little tweaks year in and year out. So the offense is never the same, um, you know, and I, I imagine that's pretty universal throughout all of the programs. You have to adjust to your personnel and that's kind of what we've been working on. Well, we've been uh, talking to Coach Doherty of the Fort Madison Bloodhounds who are getting ready for their week zero scrimmage. Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about? Nope. As always, just really appreciate uh, you guys and everything that you do for, for Southeast Iowa. And we're excited for the football season. It's finally here. We're excited about uh, the season as, as excited as you are uh, and excited as my listeners are. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Roll Hounds. Well, this year, the Burlington Greyhounds football is going to be brought to you on Round Guy Radio by Flint Cliffs Manufacturing. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine offers for both first and second shift. Call 319-752-2781. You tell them Round Guy Radio sent you. We're talking SK Cobras football with Coach Jensen. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, you got a tune-up game, uh, a little scrimmage coming up Friday night, and it's a home game. Let, let our listeners know everything there is to know about it. Well, it's just a, a Gatorade scrimmage for us. So we, we uh, 
ask for any attendees, just, you know, bring a, bring a Gatorade, drop it off the football trailer. Uh, you know, we use that to, to have, um, drinks for the guys on road games. So we, we get a huge stockpile at the beginning of the year and then just push that out throughout the year. And, uh, you know, but ultimately, you know, kind of, kind of come out and support and see what, uh, you know, see what these guys have been doing all summer long. And, uh, you know, through the first couple weeks of fall camp. That's cool. Well, uh, uh, who's your opponent here? Uh, playing Davis County. Okay. That sounds seven, like a seven. Pretty, pretty good uh, yep. Uh, test for you. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, you know, we've we've had a pretty good relationship the last couple of years, uh, you know, having a scrimmage with each other. So, you know, last year, uh, you know, we had some weather, so we didn't get to play it. Uh, but, you know, we're excited about uh, getting them over here again this Friday night at 7 p.m. and, uh, you know, out on Cobra Field. And, uh, come check the guys out. Well, the the interest in football this season is just off the charts. We're getting numbers like we got in the playoffs last time, just talking about practices or or a little preview of, of the, the team. Uh, it's been pretty exciting. Uh, we got several sponsors for you. Uh, Vision Ag and uh, uh, Farmers Co-op of Kyoto is sponsoring you. Uh, uh, Kyoto Transmission and Repair is sponsoring you. Jen Fagan of... Uh, Neighbors Insurance there in Kyoto is sponsoring you, and uh, we just got the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and uh, uh, Groceries of Richland, Iowa, uh, all all jumping there to help you out. Uh, and we're going to get a lot of we're going to get a lot of JV games for you this year uh, uh, to help with since the sponsors are helping us out so much. Uh, what does it take to uh, you know your Let's talk about like your managers, your volunteers, and stuff like that. Who are some of the unsung people that have been helping uh, SK's uh, Cobras be successful? Well, you know, I mean, we've we've had uh, we've had a handful of people, uh, you know, throughout my tenure here. Uh, you know, typically we're a little bit short on managers and, and things like that, but. Um, you know, there's a lot of people just behind the scenes from, you know, our chain gang guys to the booth, uh, the booth bodies that are running scoreboard and, and uh, play clock. And, uh, you know, there's there's so many things going on. Obviously, uh, the AD has a big role in, in, in all of that. But, you know, we're just we're just blessed with with the people that want to be a part of it. You know, we've got, uh, you know, a couple, a couple younger boys, you know, doing, doing the ball boy thing. And, uh, you know, we, we typically get a couple, a couple high school kids to come out and, uh, be there with us for, you know, the managing aspect, just, just making sure we have stuff, uh, you know, out there set ready, but, uh, you know, we just appreciate anybody that's willing to help out, you know, um, you know, the stat takers, uh, it, it, there's just so much stuff going on, you know, within the football season that, uh, you know, people take their time that, that uh, you know, they have and come help us out. So we, we appreciate all of them. I don't want to list names just because I don't want to forget anybody. But uh, but there's a lot of them. Oh, gosh, yes, absolutely. Well, how about your coaches? You know, uh, uh, I've been to three different practices, and the coaches are doing so much. Of, you know, they're, they're positioned all over the field. They're, you know, helping the quarterback, helping the lineman, helping the defensive backs. How how important are, are the coaches that you have to getting this team ready? Well, it's huge. I mean, uh, you, you just, you've got to have guys you trust. Um, you know, I, I think early on in my career, I was a little bit of a micromanager. But, uh, you know, once I got in a staff at SK, you know, for my early years, uh, 
you know, those guys were there to coach. They weren't just there to be there. They, they were there to coach. So everybody's got a, you know, a position group they're working with. They're responsible for, you know, hey, what do we need to work on? You know, you know I'll put the practice plan out there, and I kind of let them fill in the things that they feel needed to be worked on. And, uh, you know, it's it's huge. There's trust there. Everybody's got everybody's got a job, and they're, they're going to do the best they can uh, at their job. So, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of standing around You're We, we run a lot of individual stuff and, and just break off in our groups. Um, you know, get 30 minutes a day, just working on a couple different things individually and then, you know, bring it, bring it together and try to, you know, try to piece all those, all those things you worked on together in, in kind of a little more of a team, uh, aspect, but, uh, you know, it's, it's huge. Our, our coaching staff right now is phenomenal. Um, you know, there's trust, there's excitement. Uh, we all trust each other. We're all in it for the right reasons. And, you know, I think the kids see that, they feel that. And, uh, you know, the kids are, are following suit. They're, they're, they're doing what they need to do um, for the benefit of our team. Well, I was a player that never really liked practice that much. I mean, never really enjoyed all the jumping jacks and the running and, and all that because I like to play football you know uh and and because of that i i didn't start out as a starter you know but i'd get in on the special teams and i'd make a tackle and then uh, on the kickoff then they put me in there in a punt and i'd block the punt and then they'd give me a shot at defensive end and i would sack the quarterback or recover a fumble you know and, and eventually i got in there you know but uh uh how important is it that for you to evaluate players against another team, you know, not against your own team, but but uh, uh, to line up against somebody else. I mean, how, how good is that at the evaluation process? Right. Well, it, it's going to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to, uh, you know, the conditioning and the practice. I think has changed tremendously from probably you know back obviously when you were playing, yeah. even when I was playing. I mean. We don't we don't do things just to do them because that's how things have been done before. I mean, we try to make everything functional and everything we do is is a part of something bigger. Um, so conditioning's definitely changed. It's probably a little little better now than than it was then. But uh, you know, going into you know seeing yourself in a, against another opponent, I think that's that's absolutely huge for us. And last year we saw not having our scrimmage. Um, that, 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 that probably definitely hurt us those first two games, at least the first one, um, you know, and, and really it led into the second. So, um, yeah, when I coached uh, baseball, Little League, I would play four or five practice games. And then I'd go up against a team that didn't play any, and we'd wax them, you know, yeah, because we were, we were in game six mode and they are in game one mode. Right, right. I mean, it, so it's, it's, it's huge. Like, we – our guys know each other so well. You know, and and we can tell when someone's lined up against each other who's probably going to win that battle when you when you've got your first team and then a scout team and, and vice versa. But uh, you know, the the reality of it is, is you know, we we talk all the time that scout team. You're not just out there to be out there. You're out there to work on the things that we work on in practice. You know, you might be playing a different shade than we would be playing in our defense, but you know what? You got you got to play that shade and do do what you're supposed to do and and work and hone your skills. So. We, we don't look at it as when we're going against each other that we've got one one dominant team and then just whoever else out there. We've got enough guys where, you know, our best 11 are, are, are maybe on the uh, offensive side of the ball right now, but our next 11 are across from them. So uh, we, we definitely, you know, are able to split up varsity, JV, so everybody's getting a ton of reps. But 
when you go against another team, it's a whole different story. Um, so I think that's what the, the scrimmage is, is huge and, and valuable just to be able to evaluate your guys. All right. Their, their guy across the line might be better than our guy across the line. Well, we're going to see what we're, we're able to do against another opponent. Is there a JV game, a fresh off game, anything before this? Or? It's all going to be intermixed uh, throughout the whole scrimmage. We'll kind of, we'll go like varsity ones, uh, you know, for a set, and then we'll probably come in with JV ones, and then we'll go varsity twos and JV twos, uh, and really we we we've, we've got the numbers where we've got JV threes. So, uh, you know, we're we're gonna get hopefully about fifty plays in offensively and defensively, and uh, you know everybody's gonna be involved and and uh, kind of be able to see what everybody's got. Well, what time does this event start? Seven o'clock, seven p.m. Friday night. Um, out uh, in Sigourney, out of Coberfield. All right. Well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about this game you want to talk about? Not really. We're just excited to get this thing rolling. I mean, I think the excitement throughout, uh, you know, our communities um, is is alive right now. And, and we, we kind of talk just with, with our guys. You know, you got you to gotta accept the, the success before you and, and keep that thing going. So there's always motivation for our guys. And, uh, you know, we're just ready to get this thing started. Well, uh, it's the Sigourney Kyoto Cobras. They're going to have the snake pit rocking, uh, uh, so don't bother knocking. Just That's come right. On yep, absolutely. <laughs> thanks for being with us, Coach. All right, thanks. Go Cobras. We got Coach. You, you had it right that time. We have Coach Dowd with us. Welcome, program. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. Well, we want to thank Home Plate Sports Cars of Oskaloosa for venting the Oskaloosa Indians and uh, – you, my friend, are the the head honcho over there, uh, and uh, tell our listeners you got they got a, their first opportunity to come see you this Friday, uh, and it's a home game. Let, let our listeners know who you're playing, what time the game is, uh, and what they need to know uh, to get there, and what's about it. Yeah, sure. So we'll uh, scrimmage Des Moines Lincoln on on Friday. We have our freshmen starting up at five o'clock. They'll run about 30 plays offense, 30 plays defense, and then uh, we'll put 45 on the clock and and uh, do a full warm-up, and we'll go against Lincoln. So about 40 reps of offense, 40 of defense, and then we'll do a couple live series. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that, this Friday, so I would say the varsity would start probably around 7, and it, it just costs you a Gatorade. That's all you got to get in is, is you got to bring a Gatorade. A Gatorade has never been so valuable. Every coach I'm talking to, you can get in the game with a Gatorade. Now that Gatorade is what you guys drink on the road, right? Um, you know we're we're extremely fortunate. Our our parent crew does a really good job of taking care of us, so we, we like to store them and we give them to our kids after like Tuesday practices and and just hot days um, here early in the season. So we're lucky in the, with that regard. But yeah, we we do give them all to the kids and the coaches use them a little bit too. So so is this a school you just kind of been playing lately, or or is this something new? Uh, say that again, Dave. Sorry. You're playing, is it Des Moines Lincoln? Yeah. So we scrimmaged at Lincoln last year and coach Matt's got a hold of me. Uh, we were kind of in between because we had some scrimmages lined up and then COVID happened. And so everything got screwed up. So we decided to, to lock in for a three-year agreement. And, um, my hope is that we'll probably lock in a little further than that just because I think it's a good matchup for both teams with regard to a scrimmage and not having to deal with schedule conflicts, um, when the state puts schedules out. Well, it seems like a, a team that would give you a good tune-up. They're a pretty good school. Uh, 
Well, uh, so is there a game before this? Is there like a freshman soft game, a junior varsity game, or, or is this a kind of combined deal? Or Yeah, so the freshman will start at 5 o'clock, and they'll rep the 30 offense, 30 defense, and then uh, varsity to follow. So JV, the varsity JV would be a combined deal. So it'll start off with our varsity guys, and then we'll have four series. And then the last, uh, you know, the third and fourth series will be more uh, focused where we mix in more JV guys. Well, uh, tell me, how's the team progressing so far? You've had about a week and a half of practice, maybe? Yeah, I mean, if you include camp, we just had our 12th practice yesterday, um, which our camp is pretty much practice just without pads or anything. It's voluntary. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's been good. I, I told the guys yesterday that, that there's only been one time throughout our entire preseason when they didn't bring good energy, and that was our Saturday morning, and we kind of nipped that right away. And um, other than that, man, they've, they've been dialed and focused. And even after the Saturday morning practice where we were a little sluggish to get going that morning, um, once we got going, they just focus and, and they push each other and they support each other, and, and that's all you can ask for preseason. It, it'll be nice to go Friday, though, and kind of stack up against another team, though. Well, Scotty Melvin and I are, are excited to see uh, teams like yours that have a, a lot of young players. Uh, um, tell me about some of the progression of some of the young players. And uh, uh, I've been looking at some of these kids and having to do a double take because they grew a lot over the summer and bulked up a little bit. You got any any big growers or movers or any athletes that are really kind of showing – uh, uh, a little bit more talent than you thought? Um, yeah, I mean, our, our team is a fine mix of guys that have gone. We have a few guys that this will be their third-year starters, and then we go to – we'll probably start uh, six sophomores, you know, um, and then uh, a, a handful of juniors that played last year or some that didn't. So um, some guys that are sticking out in the preseason that uh, may be – below the radar like a Grady Cool. Um, he's really impressed me throughout camp just with his motor. Uh, he plays at a higher level than a lot of guys, and he's grown and gotten bigger. And um, like a Trey Parks is a sophomore that that is one of our most physical kids. So, you know, the sophomores that we're going to put on the field, we, we feel like they're – I don't know if they're varsity ready, but they will be very quickly or very shortly. They just need the, – the speed of the game is a little faster, and they'll catch on to it pretty quick. Well, uh, we're looking forward to this uh, uh, season to start, but uh, uh, what positions are you I – mean, are you replacing quarterback, it seemed like, maybe a running back or something, one of the big positions? Well, what are some of the key positions that you got to replace from last year? Um, I mean, one of our most explosive players last year was Waylon Bull, about receiver, and we'll probably do that by committee. We got a number of guys that can step in and, and make plays for us, so I'm not – I'm not concerned with that um, just because we have so many guys that can step into those roles. And then uh, yeah, like a Tatum Westerkamp, he was, he was a go-getter for us last year. He played outside linebacker. And then when we got into our serious injury bug, we had both of our running backs go out and Tatum stepped over to running back and really never looked back. He kind of just took over the spot. He ran, he ran really hard. So um, those are two of our main guys from last year. Uh, we had, we had another other guys that contributed, but um, guys that we definitely need to replace. Well, how's the defense coming together, Coach? Uh, good. Uh, we're progressing well. Um, with being young in a few positions, you know, some, somewhat in our secondary, we're moving some guys around, but I'm really happy with where we're at. We're, 
know, the key to defense we, we keep preaching is we have to be disciplined. Uh, we, we have to know what our assignments are and then just react and play football. So that's the biggest thing right now is we want to step on the field Friday night against Lincoln, which I know it's not going to be perfect. That's not my expectation, but I don't want the guys thinking. I want, I want them to trust what they've been practicing and uh, just go play. Well, uh, you got a special teams put together. You, you know who's kicking and, and returning and all that? Uh, no, not really. You know, that we, we work on special teams a lot. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know that we have anything set in stone there for sure. We have three guys that could kick for us. Um, and Linus Morrison and Carter Christian, Omar, Omar Garcia. And then uh, we have a number of guys that we could put, put back there um, receiving. So we're, we're just making sure we install things. And, you know, the return man and the kicker get all the glory, but it doesn't happen without everybody's doing their job. So uh, th those positions, we'll, we'll make that depth chart a little more set in stone probably this weekend. Well, uh, uh, we're talking Oskaloosa Indians uh, football. We're getting ready for a big season. Uh, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about? Uh, uh, and remind our listeners again what time the game is and how they can get in. Yeah, so that's, that's the biggest thing. You want to come join us Friday night. Uh, it's time to get the Friday night lights going. We're excited for that. It's uh, so varsity will start probably around 7 o'clock, the freshman at 5, playing Des Moines Lincoln, and it, the cost is a Gatorade. That's all you got to do. Well, anything else uh, we didn't get to talk about that you want to put out? No, that's all right. All right, well, we thank Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, thanks. Appreciate it. Well, thanks to the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Grinder Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa, Henshaw Trailer Sales and Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, present the Pekin Panthers. We got Coach Weber on with us. He's got a couple of events he's going to tell us about. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, you, you got a, a, a kind of an interesting setup, uh, a scrimmage um, Friday, I believe, but you also got like a family night or something Thursday night. Can you tell our listeners about that first? Yeah, in the past, you know, I'm, I'm big on making sure that uh, small schools get that family feel with football. Uh, they pair well together. And in the past, we'd done a decals for dad's night and then a uh, – heels and helmets night where we you know we brought the mothers in and they got coached by their player and got to participate in activities and then the decals night was more dads with uh um putting the putting the stripe and the and the panther on their you know their son's helmet and we decided to pair that up tonight just because you know we always feel like we're pressed for time and a lot of preseason commitment things uh, we just wanted to put it all in one night and make a little bigger turnout um and obviously our booster club is awesome uh they're in their second year and they're gonna you know they're uh they're gonna step up and serve watermelon and gatorade to our kids um along with the parents participating in those activities so it's kind of just a to kick off night bringing the parents in to catch a little bit of the end of practice and then uh you know get a little feel with their players uh in the week before our actual game week well, uh, uh, I've been to one of your practice. How's things going? Yeah, you know, they're going well. Uh, we're 100% healthy. We have, knock on wood, no one hurt right now. And, uh, you know, that's, that's always a good thing going into scrimmage week. And, you know, we've just been trying to put one practice in front of our sites each day and getting better each day and, uh, you know, making stair steps, stair steps towards, uh, you know, the ultimate goal. 
Well, uh, you do have a scrimmage uh, Friday. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we, we're going to scrimmage uh, Wilton up in uh, Clear Creek, Amano. Just got a lot of, we got some close connections across a couple staffs there that uh, we're going to scrimmage Wilton at Tiffin um, before Clear Creek and Regina open their scrimmage. So we're kind of a curtain raiser scrimmage to their scrimmage. That's cool. Uh, the Wilton Beavers have a lot of uh, uh, really good run backs. Uh, uh, I know they got this Hassel kid that's uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, that should give your defense a, a little workout. How how do you how you feel like you're going to stack up against the run defense? Yeah, you know scrimmages are uh, you know you want you want to find patches of success and try to do some things. You know the, a lot of camp in the summer is more about finding out where guys are go, but sometimes you'll still find out you know what some kids can do this late. Um, getting close to the first game, and you know, I I, I did per, you know I do purposely when we scrimmage. My philosophy is to scrimmage someone that's a lot better than you. Um, all respect to our our kids. Uh, they're you know they're kind of a bigger one A program, and we're we're mid tier or middle of the um, size of class A. So you know I think they're a program that's a step up. Obviously in numbers they got more numbers, and you know they're going to have probably a little more size than we will. Um, but again, I think that will benefit us as we move into our actual game schedule facing someone week zero that's um, very physical. And, and personally, I think Coach Hetler's he's one of he's one of the better coaches in Eastern Iowa. And uh, I just think it'll be a great test and a lot test a lot of elements in our team. And uh, you know that'll hopefully expose some things that we need to still work on so we can sharpen those up next week. And then you know we'll open the year with Cardinals. Well, I, I hear this. This game is, you say, is it Clear Creek of Mana? Yeah. Well, that, that's Ashton Kusher's high school. Maybe he'll be there working the sidelines or something for him. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe he'll be there. Uh, well, he does actually come to some of the some of the games once in a while. What about, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people are real high on Wilton, but you guys are trying to work into an, uh, a new quarterback. How's that going? Yeah, you know, we we did. We lost Luke Long last year. Left a big hole in some ways. Um, we had a lot of kids working in the off season, and we had, you know, we had three quarterbacks go to uh, Jeff Tricky Camp in Williamsburg this summer, and we're still sharing a lot of reps. I can't tell you who's going to start because I I'd be lying if I said I knew. Uh, we don't know, but we have. Two, two and a half guys that are really getting a lot of reps on varsity, and uh, you know we're we're gonna we're gonna take our time in the next week here, but we are gonna have to have a decision made hopefully by Friday going into the first week of you know who may be on be that first quarterback. Well, the the uh, practice I went to, Will Adams was uh, uh, hauling down the uh, about everything that was coming his way. How's he how's he developed? Yeah, you know he's he's, he's a leader and. and multiple areas of our team, whether it's vocally or just uh, leading by example, you know, I know he's only a junior and some other, uh, there are some seniors on our class, but, you know, Will's, Will's done as much as anyone to, uh, you know, try to take the leadership and uh, kind of be in the face of the team right now. And uh, he's also a kid of, you know, he's got, he's got multiple talents. So, you know, we're not sure exactly where, where exactly he'll be. So, uh, but he, you know, he's, He's leading, and a lot of kids are following, so that's a good thing. All right. Well, uh, tell our listeners, uh, um, there's something going. Is there something going on over the public Thursday night? Over where? At, at Pekin. 
Yeah, that's our family night. Thursday. Okay, so family. I think I'm going to try and sling over there, try to be family. I got kid in that school. Uh, in fact, I looked at his schedule, and uh, next quarter you're going to have him in your uh, health class. Oh, very nice, very nice. You'll like Leo, Leo Donahue. He's a, a great kid, uh, one of my favorite grandkids, one of my top two. Uh, yep. But, um, well, uh, so if they want to come to that, what time would they need to show up? Uh, I think we're starting that right around 6.30. Okay. And, uh, but it'll last right around an hour, probably nothing more. All right. So what about if you want to go to the uh, uh, scrimmage? Uh, so we're going to we're gonna take the field around 5 o'clock, and we'll kick things off later in the day, probably around 5.15, 5.20. And uh, our scrimmage will last just under an hour and a half. Um, but we'll probably be on the field for about an hour and 45 minutes total. That sounds pretty good. Is there like a, a Gatorade to get in or, or how is there any, many Normally fees? that's kind of what schools have done. Uh, they're just, they're not charging gate this year. And fortunately we got so much support that we're not even asking that out of our guys or our parents. So, okay. Um, it's free to the public. Clear Creek will have concessions um, serving hot food and that'll be kind of their, uh, way of making some money on four programs that night. All right. Well, I uh, really appreciate you being with us. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? Nope. We're good. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach, and we're all excited about Panther football. Thank you. Same here. All right. Let's rock and roll. We got Mike Parkinson here with Linville Sully Hawks football. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, glad to be on. Thanks for having me on again, Dave. Well, uh, just get right up to what we're doing today is talking about uh, an open the public scrimmage that you got. Uh, everybody's, you know, I guess you're doing an inter squad game. Well, let, let our listeners know what you know what you're doing, what time they can be there, and what they got to do to get in. You bet. Uh, we call it our our blue and gold Gatorade scrimmage. Uh, we have this every year. It's an inter squad scrimmage. We split our team up. Uh, they get up. You know, they get a battle for position still. Our, our depth chart is it's set, but it's not completely set. We tell the guys that scrimmage that plays a lot in it. Uh, we try to pin guys up in competitive situations and, and uh, do what we do. And, and it's been good to us for a, for a lot of years. So really looking forward to, to getting after that again. And, and uh, if anybody's if you if you are coming to, to the game Friday night or to the scrimmage Friday night, um, just bring Gatorade to the gate. It goes to the football guys. It's it's uh, we usually give it to them uh, for any road trip uh, type games. They get that for the bus ride. So that does go a long way in in helping the team out, and we really appreciate that. Yeah, Gatorade. It's Gatorade of plenty. Uh, Gatorade will get you into about any ball game around here. Well, uh, what are you guys going to be working on in that in that game? Uh, what kind of fine tuning thing, and how you think that's going to help you get ready for the season? Well, you know, we, we mix it up a little bit. We, we like to try some different special teams things, um, you know, just run run some basic stuff on offense and, and defense and you know, just give guys a, a game experience. For us, it's it's more about uh, a practice game. Uh, we do all of our pregame stuff. We do our team, our team activities pregame, uh, try to get the mind right, uh, get the focus on. It, get, it just gives us a good opportunity to get, you know, to get in, the, in your game gear, go through it uh, almost like a dress rehearsal without a lot of the pressure of a game and, and it allows guys to relax. So when, when, you know, that first game uh, that following Friday comes along, we've gone through, you know, what's it like to be out on the game field in that situation when we're, 
you know, when we've done our focus activity prior to the game and, and uh, you know, just just all that stuff. Plus, plus it's a cool opportunity for the parents and for the uh, for community members to come out and see what we've been working on and, and all the hard work that these guys have put in and, and what we're going to, you know, what kind of team they're going to get to see this following year. And um, that's just what I love the most about it. The kids will introduce themselves. Uh, it goes for about an hour and it, just a good night to get out there and, and uh, showcase what, you know, all the hard work that's been happening. Well, let's talk a little bit about that hard work that's been happening. Uh, you know, you're, you're, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what positions, but you did have some pretty dang good seniors from last year that, that left and you're, you're filling some holes. So how's practice in general going in and, and talk to me about some of the people that are competing for some of these uh, uh, holes that you got to fill? You bet. I, I think things have been going uh, really well. Uh, sure feels like we just picked up where we left off with uh, the guys on offense and defense. Um, you know, when you've been in a program now that's that's kind of been doing the same thing for three or four years, those guys that have been uh, in that system, they understand exactly the assignments. And we've, been able to, we've been able to manipulate different positions and try guys out in different spots just to try to get the best lineup available. And, and uh, I think the most competition that we have right now is on the offensive line. Uh, that that's just been you know we graduated four of our linemen from last year's team and and uh, we've got a, a group of about eight guys that are battling in there for a spot on that line and uh, it's just really exciting to see that we've got some older guys that are that are uh, doing what they can to try to crack that starting lineup and then we've also got some younger ones in the uh, the sophomore group who uh, who's who've had a pretty good uh, first week and a half of practice so it's really encouraging to see that. Um, when it all kind of shakes out in the end, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I think that offense and defensive line battle uh, is, is really the, the uh, type of um, competitive uh, you know, atmosphere that we want. We want guys competing and, and wanting to get into a position. But, you know, with a, with a team of 34 guys, it, it's going to take – it's going to take everybody we got and everything we got uh, in, in a lot of these games, especially when we start getting the special teams. So um, there's going to be a ton of opportunities for, for kids to get in, in the, in the game and, and this week and, and next week in the scrimmage, that's, that's all part of showing the coaching staff, like uh, coach, I'm, I'm ready to go and I'm, I'm ready to step foot on the varsity field, let alone, uh, you know, on Monday. Who are maybe some of the sophomores that are showing some ability that you got your eye on? Maybe if they're not going to be playing, a lot this year, but you see maybe could be the future of this team. Well, our, our line really starts up front with, uh, with one of the sophomores who started as a freshman last year. He, he, uh, had a heck of a heck of a, uh, start again. And he's a guy that's worked super hard in the weight room as Dawson James. And, uh, he, he's definitely one of our anchors on that O line as a sophomore, uh, really versatile player, uh, fast and strong, big kid, uh, and then, you know, you mentioned some of the other sophomores, Ben, ben Squires, uh, big, strong kid. Uh, and Wyatt Mathis, another sophomore, he, he's a guy he can get off the football. So we love what we see out of those guys. There's a lot of potential there. Uh, but then, you know, the, those seniors that, that have been putting the time in, those are the guys, too, that we, you know, we've been challenging. And Davis Utech's a, a senior for us who uh, didn't play last year, and he came back out this year, and he's just been an outstanding, uh, outstanding leader. Um, Sam Philby. Uh, Isaac Voss, Carter Smead, also seniors, guys that have been putting a lot of time and work in and, and guys that are going to get a shot at it. Uh, Carson Maston's a junior for us who uh, I think he had a, a tremendous uh, camp and, and first week of practice. Uh, I see him probably getting on the field on both sides of the football. So 
uh, he, he's a he's a good football player too, and that's Connor's younger brother. So you kind of know where that's coming from. Carson's uh, Carson's a good uh, lanky lineman type player who uh, understands leverage and he's got good feet. So I, I like all all the things that these guys can bring to the table, and um, no matter who ends who ends up out there on on the line, I I feel pretty confident that they're going to be able to uh, do what we ask them to do. That Madison kid's got a little zip on his fastball too. Uh. Well, uh, what about – let's talk about the linebackers. Uh, uh, is that mostly returning guys, or you got anybody competing for some, some time there? Well, we returned one uh, starting outside backer, C.J. Nickel. Uh, he played a – he plays kind of a rush end slash outside backer for us. Um, and then we graduated the other three guys. So, uh, But it looks right now that, that our position battles there are kind of shaping up. I mentioned Dawson James. Um at an inside linebacker position, he's he's learning that position, and man, when he when he figures that out and, and he starts flowing to the football, he can really bring it. Uh, Two twenty five, and he and he can he moves pretty good. So when he uh, meets the back, that's going to be uh, good for us on defense. Uh, Taryn Goslink at the other inside linebacker position, I think he's done an outstanding job. Uh, last year in JV, this year he's a he's a guy that understands what offenses are trying to do. He really smart player. Um, Blake Van Wyke's a senior outside backer for us. He's been a really reliable, uh, big play kind of guy. Uh, looking forward to see what he's got. And then Keegan DeWitt, we use our, we use our, uh, you know, a variety of diff- different players. Keegan's played safety for us last couple of years, uh, and we, uh, you know, we're looking at him maybe doing some linebacker stuff as well. And uh, he, he's just a senior leader in there who uh, understands leverage and understands. Uh, different, you know, contact, uh, contact, and, and different uh, coverages. So he's a, he's a good one to have in the mix. Well, last year's defense was pretty stymie. Uh, we really, really stellar defense last year. Uh, I don't even think they got as much recognition as they should have because your offense was also pretty high rolling. Uh, uh, well, uh, tell me about some of the speed on the team, and that might be about my last question here. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we we were a little surprised. Uh, not that we, uh, not really that we didn't expect to see, you know, really positive uh, gains and growth in the off season. But uh, we we kind of hit the ground with uh, running, so to speak, with uh, some guys picking up some pretty good forty times when we tested last week on Monday. Uh, we were really pleased to see that. Really pleased to see some some really quick agility type drills uh, that we were doing. So um, our our team speed. Always starts with, uh, you know, in the backfield and quarter down harder is a guy that's got a t- tremendous burst and and uh, he's a pretty talented running back. But uh, around him, I meant, you know, I mentioned CJ Nickel. He's really quick. Uh, we got some receivers that can get open and, and move around. I mentioned Blake Van Wyke, but Jack Bowen's a sophomore uh, receiver who's also going to be in our defensive backfield who uh, has, has shown a, a tremendous amount of progress and he's got good speed. Uh, but then on that offensive line, that's. And if we could get speed somewhere, those guys, that's who I'd want. Um, those, those guys uh, putting their hand in the dirt and pulling all over the place. That's what we, that's what we love to, to do on offense, get, get our O-line moving and, and running and, and hitting in space. So, uh, you know, some of those guys I mentioned, they got pretty good speed. They're pretty agile, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing those guys on Friday night move around. Well, this has been a trip through the state of Iowa, uh, uh a buffet of week zero, a, a cornucopia of uh, events and places that you can go and get your first look at high school football uh, for this season. Uh, 
Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about or any other plugs you want to put in before I let you go? You know, we just we just had a chance to meet with uh, our seniors, and there was two seniors, I think, uh, that I missed when I was talking through uh, everything, uh, Lucas Seek and Mitchell Miller. And then I think I've got all my seniors hit. And I just want, I just want to say how much I appreciate that group of guys. There's 10 of them. They work their tail off, and they're great leaders. And just looking forward to another great season with, with those guys and, and uh, coaching them through this, this last run. Well, uh, I appreciate all the coaches that gave me some time. Uh, you guys are leading these young men. They need some, they need some leading, and, and everybody's working really hard. I mean, uh, it's going to be a great season. Well, thanks, Coach, for being with us. Yeah, appreciate it. Take care.